Welcome back to the Casual Fan Podcast, the podcast gracing the airwaves, the number one illogical podcast gracing the airwaves, I should say. Uh, as always, I'm your boy, Timmy Lewis, a.k.a. The Vanilla Gorilla, because I'm unprepared with a nickname this week. And uh, as always, with me, my trusted psychic. It is Manesh, a.k.a. The Black Hassan Whiteside, because like him, I also went down south. He went down south to the Kings. I went down south to Melbourne. So, yeah, it's, I'm just trying to be like him. You know, that's all it is. That's right. Manesh is, is coming via correspondence. Uh, he has crossed uh, the border, uh, yep. the border that was that is now apparently letting us New South Wales people over the border, which is which is a, a promising sign for Australia as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just a special thing before we get into the, all the NBA free agency and whatnot. Anyone that was on my Facebook or on the Casual Fan Facebook, Manesh, I'm repping I'm rapping our Ooh. new. Uh, yeah, Casual fan T-shirt tonight. That looks uh, sick. Sorry, guys, that good that we don't uh, do video. Uh, but yes, like I said, check out the Facebooks. You'll see that we haven't decided whether we are going to try and sell merch because even though we are the number one illogical fan, fan <laughs> podcast on the airwaves, uh, we're just not that sure about how many people are actually listening to us talk our dribble. So, uh, but yeah, Manesh has got to get his shirts in. We'll get some, and then. Look yep. for us on the main streets of Rivo, Penrith, Castle Hill, everywhere. We're going to be everywhere yep. <laughs> uh, promoting this podcast. So how's things in uh, in Melbourne, buddy? Yeah, not bad, man. We had the um, – I drove with uh, Christina yesterday to Albury. Uh, and then from yep. Albury, we stayed at a friend's and then we came here today. But uh, I'm the guy that drives at night and straight through in one shot. Uh I've now I'm learning that with a female that is uh, not uh, the case and it's driving through the day when we can see everything and when um, we can enjoy the drive when I would much rather enjoy it at night, not seeing it doing 10 hours and bang them there. But I understand compromise. So yeah, I'm now coming from my friend's bedroom and I'm uh, just sitting here with the laptop on my chest. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Nice. Well, I understand you've got to be up early in the morning, so we'll try to get through this one quicker than we usually would. All uh, good. Try not to keep this one to a movie-length feature. <clears throat> so <clears throat> with that being said, let's get into the NBA and uh, the free agency trades after the draft. Mate, it, it, it hasn't been like the most exciting, but it has been, uh, it's been enough to make you sit there and go, all right, okay, it's, let's, start with, uh, let's start with the uh, Los Angeles Clutch Sports. Oh yeah, the, yeah. <clears throat> they've, uh, that's their new. Um, they've, they've made some moves. Yeah, they've. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually had a sheet. I've lost it of all the athletes. Uh, clutch sports have represented in a Lakers uniform with LeBron, and it was it was quite a few to be honest. And now we're just adding a couple to the uh, to the roster. So I mean, I've been saying it all week, but. Do, what exactly negates a, a tampering, Manesh? Well, it's 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 uh, number twenty three for the Lakers. Um, he's got free reign to do what he wants. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, anyone that's on Clutch Sports now, you're expecting him and <clears throat> um, Rich Paul to try to figure out to come to the Lakers. Uh, and look, you know, if they build properly, then I'm fine with it. You know, I have no issues. But when it just seems pretty obvious what's going on, and tampering happens for what's it Milwaukee and Bogdanovich and yet there's no tampering Mm. here like it's just ridiculous and now like all the thing about AD trying to get Giannis that doesn't come out by accident 
you know, it's just, yeah. it's just funny. It's just funny what's going on. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, obviously Giannis is not clutch sports, but still, yeah. Um, I don't well, know. I mean, <clears throat> sitting there and as you said, the, the Milwaukee thing, I mean, the tampering side of that one is the fact that it was done. It was already being spoken about before free agency had started. I can understand that, mm-hmm. but I don't understand how no one is actually looking at this and going, hold on. This guy plays, uh, this guy is uh, Rich Paul's his agent. LeBron, obviously, whether he's a silent partner or not, everyone knows LeBron's got a, got his hand in, in clutch sports agency. And the number of players and the right players, I might add, because it wasn't like they just signed some dude that signed with them and it was a low contract. He was able to talk KCP into taking what looks like a little bit less money mm-hmm. um, over the three years. <clears throat> he was able to basically talk AD into not getting his contract yet so that they could keep money low as possible so they could get Marcus Gasol and, and Montrez Harrell. <clears throat> the Montrez Harrell thing, it's come out that there's a lot of issues with the Clippers. So that one doesn't really phase me as much. Um, mm-hmm. And then the, the Clippers end up getting Serge Ibaka anyway. So I actually think they upgraded, to be yeah, honest. Totally. So, well, going off the clutch sports Lakers, let's talk about the Clippers, who obviously, as we just said, lost Montrez Harrell, but were able to pick up Serge Ibaka. Mm. Um, <clears throat> how do you think that helps with the uh, with the Clippers moving forward? I think that's, I think that's better for them. I think it's I actually don't think it's even really close between the two players. Um, Ibaka can play the stretch four, stretch five. He can shoot, hit that mid range. He's a better um, he's a better defender around the hoop. He obviously can protect the rim. Um, I mean, my gosh, he's going to be wide open. Like mm. you've got. You know, pandemic P, but we're coming into a uh, regular season. So you got him, you got um, obviously Morris is back. You've got Leonard, you've got um, Sweet Lou. So they've still got offensive threats. So you got them, and now you've got a legit rim protector, which really they didn't have at the five. If I'm trying to think who was their five, Zubach. Like, Zubach. So he'll probably. He'll play the five now, so that'll be a big team because you'll have Ibaka playing four, Leonard or um, George playing the three, one of the other two playing the two, and then mm. Pat Bev. Well, that is a big team. I mean, outside of Pat yeah. Bev, but he's got the ego of someone that's about seven foot. So um, they look good. I'm, I'm not – people – it's funny how Laker fans are like they, – they think they lost one playoff series, so they're done for the rest of their lives. Mm. These guys are coming back pissed off. And you, uh, there's no way I'm thinking that Paul, uh, that um, well Paul George as well, but Leonard's not going to be coming back chilled. So, yeah. Well, what 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 do you, what do you think of the rumors going around at the moment um, <clears throat> about them looking to try and trade Lou Williams for a uh, for a legit point guard uh, and bring Pat Bev off the bench um, because that's apparently what Chris uh, what Kawhi's been been uh, begging for. He wants a he wants an actual point guard. I heard Stephen A. talking the other day that apparently uh, Clippers were in talks with Rondo and mm-hmm. then Atlanta just came with all the money and Rondo, Rondo's agent actually advised him and said, look, take the money. Uh, you know, you can always get traded to a better team down the road, but this, this type of offer is not going not gonna to come, come back around, you know? So what, what's your thoughts on this potential Lou Williams being, being on the chopping block? Well, I mean, he came up short in the playoffs and 
He didn't mm. play well. Granted, he didn't look like he wanted to play anyway. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think um, I like their team anyway. Uh, like, I understand what mm. he wants. He wants a point guard pass, pass first point guard. But, yeah, I don't know who they're going to get. I, I can't even think of who's left that's at point guard. That's good. Um, yeah, there's no, not much. You know, so I'd love to see the, someone the, pick up the Demarcus Clippers. Are kind of... He's a scoring point. He's a scoring point. point. So JC can still play, yeah. but it's just, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Not sure. I mean, yeah, the Clippers are in do, and do or die. The Clippers are do or die because of the, the stupid Paul George trade where they gave away their two, up to 2025 pick or whatever it was. So now, now they've got no assets. I mean, the only thing you could do is maybe look to market Zubach and, and, um, and Bulu Will or Zubach and Beverly. But at the same time, like, if you, you, you're losing to gain one player type. I, I don't know. I, hmm. That's not, that's why I'm not a GM, but let's, let's, let's move on trying to think of a, another, another big free agency move that was, uh, that was talked about. We uh, let's talk about Boston and hmm. you guys, uh, you guys were with Gordon Hayward getting, getting rid of him in a sign and trade, which still is up in the air. Well, not, not up in the air for him to go to Charlotte, but up in the air about the sign and trade. Yeah. So I think um, what's it, it was, at first, we were just like, um, oh, man, we've just lost him for nothing. Mm. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, what, what are they doing? And then um, it was potentially that he was going to go to Indy and get Miles Turner and Dougie McBucket. So I was like, that's sweet. I'm happy with that. Mm. And then, then as they were sorting that out and it was kind of getting finalized, MJ or Mitch uh, Kupchik comes in with this stupid offer, like $120 million, four years. <laughs> For a guy that I mean, look, he has been yeah. granted he has been injured, and he was an all-star when he came here, so he may get back to that. Mm. But like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. It'll be really interesting to um, see what Charlotte does. But on Boston's end, I was upset when that happened because we lose him at as we thought for nothing, and so therefore we're hit with that cap hit, and so now potentially. If we can do this sign and trade, we get like I think the largest trade exemption in history. Yeah, um, you know, and so we get that. But then I was re- I was listening to the Ryan Rosillo podcast, and he was saying that it's something like seventy five percent of all all trade exemptions don't even get used. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he goes like people just like it's just a massive number, and so people are like nice to say, oh yeah, we've got this exemption, but a lot of the time they don't get used. Um, outside of that, picking up Tristan Thompson, love it, absolutely love it. Um, because we yeah. needed that rim protector and that rebounder. Um, mm. And then um, picking up Jeff Teague as a backup point guard. I was like, that's freaking brilliant. So yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed getting some good vets in. And um, we picked up, uh, obviously got some good rookies. Can you hear the baby crying, Eddie? I, don't I can. I can hear something in the background. <laughs> Sorry, the little one's a bit upset. But um, yeah, so... <laughs> Because I haven't got my headphones on, I can't really hear what's coming through. So, <laughs> no, that's all good. Like a little three month old at my friends. And so they were like, oh, she's going to keep you up. I'm like, nah, I'm sweet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, we'll fun. move on from your good, your good free agency moves and let's move on to the bad free agency moves, which is my Denver Nuggets. Um, and can you tell I'm not super excited about getting the, the Argentinian point guard and Greg Whittington, who was a Sydney King about five years ago? <laughs> um, I was reading that that Denver actually 
matched the offer by um we met we met we matched his offer we uh, that talking about uh jeremy grant obviously yeah, jeremy grant sorry um, i just had a mind blank here and uh we we matched him and he still chose to go against us because he saw more opportunity on the off- offensive end at detroit which i think is a fair call because i'd like to see M- mpj work on his defense and i think this year you're going to see more of a Jokic, Jamal, MPJ offensive scheme <clears throat> and getting rid of Jeremy Grant. It brings Porter Jr. back into the starting lineup, which we've, we tried out a couple of times. Uh, now we've got that Najee kid and the Najee kid doesn't actually seem like that bad of a, a draft pick now because he's basically a taller version of uh, Jeremy Grant. Still not happy about it, <laughs> but... <laughs> Let's just get it. Let's just get it straight. I'm not. I'm not turning. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. You know, backtracking. I'm still not happy with the pick, but it makes a bit more sense now. As if they knew in their mind, they had a feeling that Jeremy wasn't gonna come. Wasn't gonna come back, and they were like, "Let's get option B just in case we he doesn't take our offer." Um, but I was reading about the Whittington. Uh, the Whittington uh, sign, uh, contract. It's a two-way contract, and what we've actually done is we've signed him to a two-way, which means he'll probably go to G League to start off with, and we just signed Bol Bol to a two-way. actual full NBA a full contract. contract. So yeah. he'll be, yeah, he'll be. We took away his two-way option. Now he's on the he's on the roster. So hopefully we get to see Bol Bol get a bit more court time, and that'll that should give us a bit more uh, depth on the bench because, I mean, I liked what I saw of him in the bubble when he was getting court time before the playoffs started. He, mm. He's a big, he can protect the rim. Uh, he can shoot the three, uh, shoot the three as much as he wants to, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. but yeah, I've, I, I just, we, we have cat. Oh, and we, and we re-signed Paul Millsap to a one year contract. So, <laughs> you know, yay. <laughs> Bed. Like so, I was looking at people it, that though, don't know, I'm not a massive Millsap fan. Yeah. Well, like I was looking at it, going, uh, it'll be good for um, for MPJ. I think. Hopefully, I think he's mm. miles above Jeremy as an offensive talent, as in potential. So hopefully, um, now he will. I think Grant will not be glad about this choice that he's made um, when he realizes he's in Detroit. And he realizes yeah. Detroit seemed drunk. I don't know who's running that ship of decision making, but they look, they seem drunk. Like they're drunk at the wheel, just saying, hey, we'll, we'll, you, 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 yeah, we'll take you. And like, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell they're doing. We're going to take all the centers in the league. Yeah. We're going to give nobody any centers. They're going, they're saying, look, they're doing, well, small ball clearly didn't work. So we're just going to do big ball. And yeah. we're going to hope for the best. I'm just going to put the laptop on something else. So hopefully there's not much noise. All good, my man. All good. Yeah, so... Yeah, D- Detroit kind of decided that bigger is better and then signed about five... Not just signed, traded for five bigs, five centres, including Mason Plumley from Denver. So you guys can have him. You know, yeah, you're not upset about that loss, that's for sure. He, he'll always be Duke royalty to me, but after that... Sh- there was two two separate times. I don't know where uh, this is going. I'm glad to see him out of a Denver jersey. Yeah. So, 
but who else uh, actually did well? Atlanta have have gotten have gotten decent all of a sudden. They're not, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and say that they're a uh, a team that's going to contend for a title, but I actually don't mind what they put together. They did. They they did awesome. They're going to be a um they're going to be a, a playoff team. I reckon top eight. You pick, you pick up Ronda, you get Gallinari, you get Bogdanovich, which they just threw a stack at. Um, yeah, and you like you and they got Danilo Gallinari too. So they got they got two of the uh, two European shooters in the corners. Um, yeah. One can start, one can come off the bench. It's it, it's not terrible. Yeah, they're probably going to play Rondo at point guard. Put Trey at the two. Mm. I mean, Rondo's going to have like he'll be open. He'll be getting everybody open. And he has enough mm. shooters, and then you've got the you've got the bigs of Capella and OG. Um, like, I'm sure they got somebody else too. I'm trying to remember who it was, but they've done really well. Like, there's been probably four teams that I've seen that have done really, really good, smart moves. I think that um, mm. I think that Portland is a legit top four team. Yeah. Um, I think that. Dallas have been sleeping under the radar, just making getting really good decisions with who they've picked. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, there's Atlanta, who I think have been really smart. And there was another team. I'm trying to think who it was. It's Portland. There's, um, Fe- oh Phoenix, Phoenix. Oh my gosh, man, what a revamp! Of yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix have. Uh, they got yeah, Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix looked, uh, again. I'm not going to say they're they're titled contenders, but Phoenix, Phoenix and Portland. Yeah. As, as I mean, I've seen a couple of people bagging on Portland's moves. Don't sleep on Portland. You know, it well, was it was I'm only a, it was only a couple of months ago. People were sitting there saying that Damian Lillard himself was going to beat the Lakers. So let's not let's not sleep on Portland making moves. Yeah, no, I think I think man, their their roster is filled, and they they got they got Captain Bounce himself, aka Ennis Cantor, who I'm really um upset because I was loving having him in Boston. But yeah. um, Captain Bounce is back home, as he says. So mm-hmm. I'm happy for him. Um, you know, Collins will be back. They're going to be stacked, man. And lo- and getting wide yeah. and wide side not being there, sweet goodness, that's yeah. a great move. So he's it's a, a top move for them. So if anything, he might as well go to a team full of cancers, which is like Sacramento. So hundred um, percent. No, I, I think they're good, man. I, and Phoenix just uh, what a revamp. Um, mm. Smart, smart moves, and yeah, it all started. Chris Paul's like, I'm going there, and everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Nice weather. Um, you know, um, Chuck's got his restaurant out there. Let's do it. <laughs> well, apparently the thing about uh, Chris Paul is CP3 actually contacted the clip, the Clippers, and like, oh, well, no, sorry, not contacted Clippers, uh, but was talking openly about being open to the thought of going back to the Clippers. Uh, and then the Phoenix thing happened. So, you know, I, I just don't see how Clippers would have been able to get him without giving up, you know, their yeah. 2035 draft picks. Um, I don't know how it was going to work, but let's uh, let's move on to the rookie max contracts that have been thrown around yeah. in the in the. You got De'Aaron Fox, Bam, uh, your boy and my boy okay. Jason Tatum. Yep. Uh, Bi got his today, and there was one more. Bam! You got you got Tatum, Darren Fox. Who are the other two? Who's the other one? You got uh, Brandon Ingram. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. 
Um, you know, you watch it. It will be a big. Oh, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. And uh, the talk, the talk that we've been seeing in the in the zone, is that you know people laughing at the the size of the contracts, not under, understanding that they've actually, even though it says they've signed 195 million, the 195 million comes with terms. You've they've got to make. I think I think there's something about making all NBA teams and all star appearances and all that type of stuff. But yeah, in, in this day and age, it's not a terrible contract. You know, it's basically them sitting there going, "All right, you're the face of our franchise moving forward. We're we're going to put you basically in NFL terms. It's a franchise tag. That that's that's my opinion on it. Yeah, you know? and uh, you know they uh, you got. Uh, Pelicans are obviously sitting there and going, you know what we're going to do? We're going to we're going to move on with uh, with Zion and Bi, and they're going to be our guys moving forward. Boston's yeah. already obviously sitting there and going, we're going to put our our faith in Jason Tatum and see where he can take us. Uh, Utah would have been stupid not to put it on Donovan Mitchell because that dude is just no one expected him to be the player he is. De'Aaron Fox is a little bit weird. Mm. That that one that well, one I, that one kind of threw me. But, uh, look at the team that did you know, it. Hey, man, make your money. I mean, yeah, exactly. The, the team that did that also declined Bogdanovich's contract. So, mm. Mm. The, and then, uh, and then, Bam. You know, I think Bam, Bam deserved his money as well. So, I got no issues with the money, as I've stated before. In the modern era, the contracts, to me, I think they're getting way overpaid to put a ball in the hoop mm. as it is. But totally. as modern basketball goes, the contract's not that stupid. Yeah. So, I think I think uh, um, well, like I think, we had people know, you got anything else to talk about the NBA? No, no, well I think we had people like in Yeah, yeah, keep going. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, people in the zone that were just saying, oh it's not like like we had one guy, uh, LeBron the third, he I think he made a comment about it and he's like oh this and i'm like yeah well you're also the person that said that kuzma is better than tatum so judging talent clearly is not something you're you're up there with um and you also yeah. said ball ball was better than tatum too yeah that's uh worked out well um yeah so so uh uh yeah uh, lebron the third just relax my friend um <laughs> the only thing i will say is the bam contract i get it but he's legit the only one and i'm not counting De'Aaron fox that you would say is a second or third option on that team to get that amount of money because you got you got um, obviously got Jimmy buckets yeah uh, potential I mean if Goran comes back Goran's ahead of him as in in mm-hmm. as in options not player talent options yeah hundred percent so whereas I think Tatum obvious first option uh, Mitchell obvious first option Ingram possibly I still think he's their offensive first option you're not giving the ball to Zion over Ingram. If you're going to close yeah. the game, you're giving the ball to to Ingram over Zion, giving it to Tatum over anyone, to Mitchell over Tatum anyone. Whereas Bam, I don't think he's ever getting the ball. Yep, go create or, you know, all they can really do from him is a high pick and roll or something like that. Now, obviously, defensively, he's, he's the best one there. But I guess that they were just like, well, he had a monster year, so they need to play him. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not saying that that. I wouldn't say I don't think any of them were worth it on the dollar value, but in the way the league and people are being paid, they're definitely worth it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think what you what you've just said is is, is on the money. Like with the BAM comment, uh, 
you know, I don't think Bam's ever going to be the one coming off two screens to shoot the three at the buzzer type of thing. That's what you've got. Well, they, they weren't, even, they weren't even giving the ball in the post. That's the thing, no. though. Like, so then he's the only player of all of those players, including De'Aaron Fox, that they are not running a play for. Like mm. a legit, okay, we're going to do this, unless it's like a, ro- a lob. But there's yeah. none of this point of we're going to give you the ball, okay, go create. So you're paying $195 million to a guy that, in a way, has to rely on someone else to create. That's the only way. That's the only way. Well, maybe think. they're sitting... Well, I mean, maybe they're sitting there and thinking Goran's only got a couple mm. of good years left in him. Uh, Jimmy Butler, you know, who knows where what he's going to do. He... he he loves he loves the team one minute and he wants out of the team the next. So I think he loves it in Miami. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Tyler Hero still a couple of years before you have to start throwing money at him if he continues to succeed the way he is. Um, but let's not move on from from basketball. Let's let's keep basketball going because our favorite basketball is back. Manesh, hell the yes, NCAA started today. The best uh, basketball there is. Some people's teams started today. Some other teams were were hit with op- oppositions getting COVID. Well, I mean, that's the best way to not lose to Duke. You can't lose yeah, to Duke if you don't yeah, play him. S- Smart play. Smart play. But I, I, it, I'm telling you right now, I, I did a quick little search before we before we started the podcast. I can't even tell you who we were supposed to play because it's been wiped off the uh, schedule. Uh, there's no... There's, there's no uh, it's not. We're not going back to that game, if that makes sense. Our first game will be this uh, oh, this Sunday I found Australian it. time. I found it. Gardner Webb. It sounds like some nice. motorcycle cyclist or something. But yeah, you were meant to play yeah. a team called Gardner. I mean, they're probably happy they got COVID. They're like, hell no, we ain't going up against that team. <laughs> they, they were just sitting outside, out of the shower, in the... In the blistering cold, just trying to get the sniffles to stay out of that, stay out of the Cameron Indoor Stadium. But uh, yeah. whilst my team didn't start today, your team started today, and uh, it looks like they had a bit of a shaky first half. But uh, in Roy, you, you always trust. Yeah, look, we were only up seven. Um, we ended up winning by nineteen. I'm not too fast. Uh, Caleb Caleb Love did what I expected. He came and scored well. Um, it does look like that we are. Where is the box score? I'm just trying to get that up. It does look like we're bringing Walker Kessler off the bench, which um, mm-hmm. like that's pretty sick because he's really quite good. Like I'm, I'm interested to see. I know that's kind of Roy's kind of thing. He doesn't always start the bigs unless we need him. Um, Dayron Sharp mm-hmm. played well today, 13 and 10. Um, yeah, we typical. It's kind of spread scoring. Back it finally. Only we, you know. Wondering where he was last season. So, I mean, Armando. Yeah, he wasn't great. No. So, like, he had, you know, just 12 and 8. Uh, Garrison Brooks at 6 and 11. So, we didn't really score much. 79 points, which for us really isn't that much. But, look, it's mm. a win. We're already pretty much like one-fourth of the way to the wins we had last season. So, um, mm. <laughs> no. Wait a second. Oh, I well, didn't I mean, realize we had... With the, with the scoring... Yep. With 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 the with the scoring, as you've said, it's good that you guys are well rounded because you know you you don't have anyone like an Anthony uh, a Cole Anthony that people can sit there and go, all right, we just go get the ball out of his hands because when when you've got the even scoring, which is what I'm really hoping will happen with Duke this year, because we've actually I've been watching our scrimmages and, and it looks like we've got a pretty well rounded team. I'm hoping to see Wendell Moore step up a bit more than what he should have 
of what he did last year. Mm. But, you know, sometimes well-rounded is best. Oh, 100%. Like, I love it. I love it. Like, we've got potentially one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten di- um, double-digit scorers, you know? Um, yeah. We are big, too. Like, we got Baggett. Yeah, um, back it and you Brooks. guys are huge. You guys are you guys are bloody monsters, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Like we've got like what? So coming off our bench, we got how tall is he? Um, I think Kessler's like close to seven foot. Yeah, seven one. So we got and he can shoot. So yeah. we've got him. Um, you know, we've got obviously back it. Brooks is starting, um, and then Daron Sharp, who's our power forward at six eleven. So he's off the bench. <laughs> but we've got a seven foot one guy and a six eleven guy coming off our bench as our main five and four options off the bench. So yeah. So did you say Kesler's coming off the bench? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, like in 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 talks of the Duke versus UNC matchup, uh, we've got one legit big, and it's Mark Williams who's seven foot, <laughs> and our next tallest is is Matthew Hurt who thinks he's a three man and he's about six ten. Or six nine six ten, we're we're all at the six nine six ten mark, uh, and then our guards are, are small, and we've got one dude who's legit seven foot, and it's Mark Williams, and I don't fancy Williams closing out the three point shooters, and I don't fancy Williams uh, loving the run and gun style of UNC come the the uh, the Duke UNC. The rivalry weeks, rival. Yeah. Uh, screw that word. <laughs> yeah. Well, like we've um, got right. So we've got our point guard six foot, RJ Davis. So that's like our short yep. guy. Our shooting guards six four, Caleb Love. Leaky Black is six eight. He's a small forward. Um, Backer and Garrison Brooks are six ten apiece. So we've got four players six ten and above, um, who are going to be in our rotation. Then we've got, um, yeah, like we are, man, like I've, I haven't looked at some of the backup guys that are stuck. Oh, and we've got, did he play as well? Yeah, we've got Walker Miller, our third backup big, who's 6'11", right? <laughs> right, just, yeah. just in case we haven't had enough. So, and and he's a shooter too. And then we've got our boy, the, the GOAT, Andrew Playtech. Right, um, the guy that looks like he's <laughs> just come out of um, freaking uh, what's his name? He's just come out of um, doing like social, social. Um, oh, what's that movie with um, Zuckerberg? The Social it? Network. Yeah, it's like he's just created Social Network. He's come straight out of a, a, a seven-day <laughs> bender of writing code, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm here to play." So, um, yeah, and he played today. He played twenty-one minutes. Good lord! Oh, wow. Well, that's and good. Got- like Roy. Roy is kind of uh, not not to Coach K's level, but Roy kind of will favour like a seven to eight man rotation uh, a lot of the time. So it sounds good that you guys are a ten man deep, which is awesome. I I hoped I I hope that we played. T- I, I I'm looking at our team at the moment, and even though we're undersized for when we come up against you guys, like I actually like we got Jalen Johnson, who's already a uh, a lottery projected pick. Um, I've been watching him in the scrimmages and he's just been, he's got bounce. He's got, he's quick. He's athletic. Wendell Moore's back. We got Goldwire running the, running the point. We, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a different looking coach K team. You know, he's always got the guys that are, let's run structured. Let's slow it down. He puts his shooters in the wing. 
we've kind of gone a UNC route, man. We've got some quick guards, man. Like we've got Jeremy Roach and DJ Stewart and, and Goldwire who are just going to run the floor. Uh, our really the only unathletic players I can see on when I look at the roster are the white boys. <laughs> Joey Baker. Uh, Joey Baker and Matt Hurt are the ones that are going to struggle with the running gun. <laughs> Everyone else yeah. is going to just – I mean, we have a player which I kind of expect not to play a lot of minutes this year, but his name is uh, Jermaine Breakfield. I've watched his highlights. That dude is quick. He's athletic. He's got bounce. He's got a jump shot from the mid-range, which which I hope we, we run because, you know, a lot of teams are playing zone these. Um, you know, How even though – do you have like a good shooter? Uh, shooters wise, shooters wise, we got Matt Hurt and uh, and Joey Baker. Uh, Jeremy Roach has got a decent shot. Patrick Tape is the other one. He's going to play probably small forward, power forward. We got him. He's a senior graduate that we picked up from Stanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we our our best shooters are probably our bigs. <laughs> to be to be honest with you, well, that, Wendell that, Moore's yeah. a, he's a, he's a slash cut player. Jordan Goldwire, he's not much shot from the from the jump shot, but he's quick on. He's a solid, awesome. He's an awesome guard defender. Um, Joey Baker is just going to be sitting in the in the corner and hopefully picks up a, a JJ Redick role. <laughs> just come off the screen, off the screen, and just if, throw it up. If they're going to, that's the thing. If they're going to run zone, then you want to have just shooters going going ham. Um, yeah, that's the one thing is that they ran zone on us last year because we had well, let's be honest, one player. And so, um, yeah. so they can't. I don't see teams running zone on us, especially what I can see Coach um, Roy doing is they're going okay. We're going to run zone. We're going to put in Kessler, and we're going to we're going to hmm. feed him the ball at the key. And now you've got a guy who can shoot, just shooting free throws pretty much. And yeah. so then the second they do that, and they go oh, crap, we've got to step up on him. Bang! Now we feed it inside. So our yeah. bigs are going to be. Our bigs have always, we've always been good when we've had that high, heavy rebounding team that can run. So we've got mm. like Leaky Black, Caleb Love. We've got those boys that can just, boom, they're fast. Um, Garrison Brooks can run. Kessler can run. So we back it. He's just like a freaking tree out of Lord of the Rings. So he's like slow as all hell. But yeah. <laughs> so like, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm liking that we've got speed. We've got the height. We've got the size. And between your team and ours, as stacked as our, we're just ranked a, ranked a number nine. Well, you're ranked a nine. I'm ranked. We're ranked a sixteen. I'm like, all right, keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. You and I just sitting there. We're probably the only people in the world who are sitting there and just saying, "Hey, keep underestimating Duke and UNC. That's fine. Yeah, please. All right. Just yeah. just stay on the sleepers. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the old uh, UNC uh, Nuggets coach George Carl came out and said that UNC will be in the top three. Um, rankings in about he's, he's given them three weeks before people recognize and say unc is going to be a top three team mm, they're good man like how do you get called the number one or number two recruiting class of the year and then they're going not only that we're bringing back brooks we're bringing back baggett who was a five-star recruit which we're bringing two bigs yeah. back to go with other two bigs uh, a top tier point guard mm. top tier shooting guard top d3 and they're like ah oh, nah mm. You guys are just a 16th rank. Like, okay. You lost Cole Anthony. That that's it. That I mean that is it. Other than the seniors, but I can't even remember who your seniors were last year. I love my team, you and lost... I don't even remember the seniors. So like yeah. you yeah. lost Cole Anthony and you and you've got the second best recruiting class. 
I don't know how they've gone about doing the rankings. That's fine. It, like I said, if they want to keep underestimating, if they want to give the the top rankings to a team like Gonzaga, who have the weakest schedule every year and never play anybody decent, and they all and they play in the one of the worst conferences in the uh, in college basketball, that's fine. You keep sleeping on it. That mm-hmm. I, I welcome it. But we'll we'll try and talk a bit more about college ball in the future. I'll be honest, I haven't really seen the scores other than like a couple of like I saw Virginia. Uh, oh, here's a funny thing about Virginia before we move on to the NFL. Virginia Cavaliers played today, and I saw on Twitter someone said Virginia has gone five minutes and, and thirty six seconds without scoring. It must be college basketball time. I looked it up. Virginia won ninety to sixty six. <laughs> so. They must have made up the uh, the the five minute and twenty six seconds of, of non scoring. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I just saw that. Yeah, well, I thought yeah, close to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Illinois. Sheesh. Yeah. They played NCANT. Granted, I don't know who that is, but they won one hundred and twenty two to yeah. sixty. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a women's game today, South Carolina beat whoever they were playing it was like 127 to 9 and if, if you think that i've like you've missed me say a, say a number it was 127 to 9 it was nine, a single not 90, digits not 19 <laughs> just straight up n-i-n-e-9 that's what you call a savage coach that's just like do not take your foot off the gas <laughs> You know, I would have been running the red shirt fresh. I would have been putting the team managers. I've been saying, "Hey, go oh. get some jerseys. We'll we'll somehow slip you into the uh, into the roster. Um, go get a wig for that dude uh, and put him in the in the middle." But yeah, man, that was. Uh, I didn't watch the game. I'm not going to watch the highlights because I don't have to. Just I don't really want to see one team scoring. Yeah. But yeah, that. Uh, but yeah, college basketball is back, baby, and oh, uh, so I cannot good. be I cannot be happier. It's so good. And from moving from one love. Let's go to our next love and let's talk about the NFL. Uh, you and I, and Terry, for that matter, our special guest, Terry Mort, a.k.a. the Mort Man, uh, we had a terrible, <laughs> terrible week in the tips. Uh, we we looked at one, two, three, four. We looked at six games. Timmy got one correct. <laughs> and Terry and Manesh... Terry Manesh went fifty percent. So you know, you guys, you, you, I guess you two didn't have that bad of a week. But but no, me, no. man, I am struggling. In no, no, you got to be above fifty percent to have to be classed as semi decent. Yeah, we are just average. Well, I mean, I mean, the NFC least isn't going to have a team over five hundred, and they're going to send someone to the playoffs. So I mean, there you is go, 50% my man. That bad? We could be the Jets <laughs> or whoever. Yeah. Um, well, I'll start us off with, with with the week that was, and my Seahawks are back in the winning column. Uh, we we topped the Cardinals. I watched it. I was happy. The defense stepped up. Uh, Tyler Murray is is a freak. Uh, mm. I'm I'm just going to throw it out there. The dude yeah. is the dude is awesome. Uh, Cardinals, you know what? Cardinals aren't that bad of a team. They had a couple of times where they slept on the defensive end, but. Yeah, I, I'm, they've got a they got a chance to back, bounce back this week. I think they've got, got New England. They got you boys, um, but yeah, did you watch the did you watch the Cardinal Seahorse game? I watched a bit of it, not a, not not much though. So for me, it was just like, um, I think it was early if I remember, but um, mm. 
Yeah, no, no. I mean, I was just happy to see him win again, to be honest. Um, yeah, Russ, Russ played well. The defense played well. Um, yeah, and uh, the only the only bad thing for us is that uh, uh, Greg Olson is took a season-ending uh, injury, which could be career-ending because I think he was looking at hanging him up this year. Uh, oh, wow. He did post something on Twitter saying that uh, this will not be the last time you see me, but. I don't know. But the other thing was, you know, our, like I said, our defense turned up. Uh, Dunlap, Dunlap had uh, had three sacks, has had three sacks in, in two games, I think, mm. like that. And someone put it up there the other day, and Jadavian Clowney last year had three sacks all season. So uh, getting getting Dunlap was, has been a, been a blessing in disguise for us. Mm. Oh, that's good. So let's move on to... The game that had us all stomped, stumped, uh, and I'm not talking about the, the 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 how about them boys. I'm talking about the Patriots and the Texans. What the oh. hell happened there? First of all, like Newton played decent, 360, 360 plus yards. Um, Bird, he's had six catches for 132 yards. Like, um, mm. it's just a Sean Watson man murdering murdering our secondary and then for some reason we'd play zone on yeah. some possessions and then they were just hitting them right down the middle and they made so many it was something like they had six chunk plays 20 yards of more in the first i think 10 minutes right and against a, a mm. patriot defense a belichick defense that doesn't happen and we got gilmore back so it was just like it was a really really weird thing um yeah look the, I think their record clearly underestimates how good they like. I'm not saying they're good. I'm not trying to act it like give a justification. Yeah. But they were two and seven, and six of their games they lost by one score. Yeah. So it wasn't like they were getting stomped. Um, I McDaniel's keeps making Cam a pocket passer. Um, he hasn't been scrambling. I don't think he scrambled. He scrambled three times. And that's because he had to. Mm. So it wasn't like um like our pocket closed. We lost win. He might have done his knee, which is a big thing because he's our left tackle. Uh, Rex Burkhead and yeah. um, season-ending ACL injury. So that's a big loss for us. Um, we got Sonny Michelle back, but I yeah. don't think he that actually. One, that one sucks. No, Michelle didn't. So he didn't play. So he should be back this week. Um, we got obviously Nikhil Harry, who a gust of wind will drop him to the ground. Um, the guy's like a freaking tank, but he's got <laughs> like, what is he? Let's have a look. I'm just, I'm just bringing him up. 6'4", 225 pounds. Look at him. He falls over. Ball hits him in the hands. He goes through it. He grabs the ball, takes a step, loses the ball. It's it, unbelievable yeah. how painful it is to watch this guy. Um, he's the student of wide receivers. <laughs> oh, he's just you're looking at it going, oh, okay, that should be a catch. And then he'll just fall over. Like he just falls over, like, and it's just it, it's infuriating. But hey, I'd rather. I mean, yeah. Look, it was a tough loss. My friend then messaged me and goes, "Hey, you guys have got an easy game next week." And I look it up; it's the Cardinals. I'm like, "That's not easy." Um, Arizona, that's yeah, not easy. Like, uh, I, I don't know what you're looking at. Yeah. So, um, so we could like you know potentially drop down again, but we still looked better. It's just that Deshaun Watson was just easily picking us apart easy like what did he go for 28 to 30 28 out of 37 
9.3 yards per average. Um, three, so pretty much at first down out of 28 passes, he was averaging nearly at first down every time. Um, mm. 344 yards, uh, two touchdowns. Just easy, man. And they're rushing. They didn't. They hardly rushed. Yeah, they didn't. They hardly rushed. They had one, two, three. They had five players averaging over ten yards a, ca- a catch, and one of them was Cooks, who had four targets for twenty-one point three average per catch. That's what I'm saying, man. Jeez. It was just a straight up massacre. I'm watching it. I'm in. I'm in a group chat, and the amount of curse words that were getting thrown around were just like, hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what like, I wasn't confident when we were going to play him. Like I never, I'm never, I'm confident. I'm never that guy. But anyway, we played like crap. Didn't deserve to win. Um, and thank God we didn't have a lead. So then we can't do Choke City. But we know who gets Choke City this week. Um, oh, I've got well, it written down. Don't worry. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, from from one shock to the next, let's talk about the the, the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, we can still talk shit about them because there's the Cowboys, but uh, top topping the Vikings. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody tipped the Cowboys to beat the Vikings. I know that Terry tipped them tipped Vikings 7+, plus. you tipped them 14+, plus, and I tipped them 3+, plus, and we were all wrong. Yeah, you were the uh, closest. The only the, – I was the closest. And the, and the downfall here – for Cowboys fans who may still be listening, because I don't know why, because we just bagged the shit out of your team. But uh, you guys got to watch out because now Jerry World can sit there and say, I'm going to put my money into Andy Dalton and Dak can go bye-bye because it doesn't look like Jerry's that sold on Dak Prescott. <laughs> it took a long time for him to get to even just put the franchise tag on him. Yeah, man. They, um, yeah, let's not let, yeah. Let's not act like um, Dalton's throwing to like Uncle Seymour and and you know cousin Cornelius. He's throwing to like you know exactly. Lamb and Cooper, and then he's got Gallup. He's got three legit guys, and you know so he's like got oh, three touchdowns. But this is this is the thing. This is what I love, right? Now these clowns in mm-hmm. Texas, they're just going to be oh we're back, baby, we're back. This is it. And then and then let me just have a quick look at who these cats. They got next week. Oh, they got okay. They got they Washington win. Yeah, so they could win. But if they lose, because Washington's defense is actually not bad. And yeah. Andy Dalton has a nice affinity of passing it to the other team. So that will be fantastic. The the thing about the NFC East, and I think I said this to you uh, in one of our in our one of our chats, is when you look at this remaining schedule. Philly has Philly and, and and New York have have a schedule of death. Like I think I worked it out and I said realistically in the next four games, Philly, if they win Philly will probably win one out of four in the next three games. And if they lose, they've only got three games to lose before there's no chance that they can get over five hundred. And then it's the same thing with uh, with Giants and Cowboys. There's only three games that they can lose for the rest of the season before there's chance, there's a chance that no team in the NFC East will will finish over 500 and make the playoffs. But Cowboys have have a decent run home. They've got they've got uh they got, they got Philly, they got Washington this week, 
Um, I think they've still. I think they may have to play the Giants again. I'm not sure. They got. A, I remember looking at it and being like, they should lose one like game. The Lord, hey, they could potentially lose one game. Like they got Washington. Yeah, they play the Ravens. They play the Bengals, who now have no Jay Borrow because he tore exactly. everything on his entire knee. He tore. Um, yeah. he, he's um, out for a long time. He's not yeah. just out for the season. He's out for a long time. Yeah. ACL, MCL, and structural damage as well. Um, mm-hmm. They're playing the 49ers, who are injury, you know, massacred. Yeah. They're playing the Eagles, or the Eagles, and then they, they finish off the season against the Giants. Yeah. So... Toughest game, hope. Ravens. Yeah, only only game there is Ravens. Uh, maybe the Niners. Um, so Steve, Stephen A better get ready. He may be quiet for a bit. So yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you look at Philly's run home, like I said, the next four games uh, potentially could just, just could might only win one. It could be this week against my Seahawks. I'm hoping cool. it's not. I'm just looking at it now. But yeah, their run home is terrible. Jeez, Seahawks, yeah, Packers, Saints, Cardinals, Cowboys, Washington. Good lord, it's it's, it's a tough one. <laughs> so yeah, those Stephen A three, shouldn't be talking smack. Those next three should be a write off. Wow, St- Stephen A. Stephen A. needs to start riding on New York Giants coattails and sit there and be like, all right. Philly, it's not going to be our year. You guys take a seat. I'm going to put my invest my time into the Giants. The Giants have a pretty bad uh, run home as well, but realistically, when you look at Philly's run home, Giants probably have a have a have a better a better run home. But let's move on to the uh, again another shocker, uh, the Rams and the Bucks. I I expected Brady to go ham, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. Um... Yeah, man. Aaron Donald was... He didn't really get to him as much, but he was he, he was pressuring him. And offensively, mm. that was smart. Um, Goff, I mean, Goff went for 370, 370 plus um, yards, even even with two interceptions. Uh, he had three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I mean, him and Brady both had two interceptions. Um, I don't get how the Bucks just aren't smoking any team with that amount of talent that they have. No. Um, it, it's it? it's a mystery. Like, you've got Ryan Jones and, and Fournette. And, and not Ryan Jones has come out as probably the best running back they got now. So you've got yeah. him. Then you've got Antonio Brown, Godwin, Evans, Gronkowski, and Jones. Oh, Jones, okay, Jones got targeted one time. But, mm. like, yeah, man. Like, it's just, I, how are they, like, I get it's, it. It's like looking at the Cowboys' offense and sitting there and being like, "Well, how how are you guys not killing it with this with this team?" Hmm. I don't understand it. And obviously, Tom Brady um, at the quarterback, so it's not like they got some chump there. Yeah. So yeah. you've got a guy that is still playing, and there's no doubt about it. He is the all-time goat hmm. of 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 the quarterback game of the NFL game. And our little side thing we're going to talk about this week is about Tom Brady's sportsmanship is or lack thereof. Um, mm-hmm. This is the second time I've seen him walk off without shaking hands, and he seems to only want to shake hands when they win. Yep, and I said I said it, I said it, and I'm I'm from a guy that 
has been an advocate and fan of Tom Brady, I've always said that show that sportsmanship, shake hands. And then like, I remember Skip mm. Bayless, he was like, oh, you know, Tom Brady's got that the Jordan killer mentality. Yeah, Jordan still shook hands. When he when he lost yeah. to the, the, the Pistons, he was there shaking hands. Those guys tried to kill him and he was still shaking hands with them. He wasn't a bitch yeah. like Isaiah Thomas that walked off. He was like, okay, let's shake hands. And then Brady walking off, like, come on, dude, like golf beat you. Like for them, it might be a big thing. Just show the show the courtesy of going up and shaking hands and yeah. and being right about it. It's, I, I, I've never, like, I mean, LeBron's done that and it's not a thing about bashing LeBron, but, you know, there's always excuse makers for LeBron. Um, but when, mm. yeah, Tom Brady, I'm not going to make an excuse. He should have done it, period. It's not right. Well, I mean, in what you're saying there, you know, Skip sitting there and trying to justify that Tom Brady's got a killer man, uh, mentality, whereas LeBron does the same thing mm-hmm. and he scolds him for it. Exactly. Uh, that last year, that Golden State one, LeBron went off the went off the court, but as he went off, he shook each and every one of the Golden State hands, including Steve Kerr. So I, I commend the guy for that. So I'm not yeah. saying that he hasn't done it in the past, but you know he, he's he's got a lot more sportsmanship than what it, I don't remember ever seeing Tom Brady not shake hands with the opposition, or I, even the opposition's quarterback. Yeah, I think this year it's just about he's in such a thing of trying to prove people. I think maybe, mm. maybe, and he doesn't seem to be as happy. Um, so I think it's, it's a bit different when you've got a coach that will publicly ream you, whereas Belichick may do it, but he'll do it in, in private. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he may realize that, yeah, this team's not doing well, but they just run so much better. The Patriots are run yeah. better, more professionally. So I just think that, yeah, maybe yeah, he's just trying to prove people on because I never re- remember him going off his chops. Last year, all he used to say was get separation. He's yelling at people now. Like, mm. he didn't do that before. You're in Tampa. You're yeah. in Tampa Bay, mate. You're like, you're in beautiful temperature, beautiful, all of this. Um, yeah, like, I don't get it. Don't understand. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, another game, we'll, we'll save that one for the uh, Latrell Sprewell Award. And, of course, <laughs> yeah. my homeboy taking it to the Raiders. Um, you know, uh, well, not taking it, but... Uh, you know, my homeboy doing what my homeboy does. Um, but let's 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 touch on uh, this week's games. Let's do some predictions. I've got the first game, the Thanksgiving game. I've got Washington versus Dallas. I'm going to go the Dallas Cowboys, seeing as they can turn around and beat the the, the Vikings. I'm going to go the Cowboys by three plus for my boy Scooter Magruder. Cool. Well, they're um they're favoured by three. I will go okay. with Washington by four. four. Um, I will say it'll be a four. Actually, yeah, I'll just say four, just to be safe. I'll go four. Yeah. Yeah, just because I, I can't support the Cowboys. Not that you're supporting the Cowboys, exactly. but I can't even pick them yet. No. I'm just trying to get back in the winner's circle, to be honest. I'm just trying to, to, to get myself a multi that I can feel happy about. Because um, <clears throat> I'm turning, I'm turning into Alan Ford here. But even Alan Ford has a couple of ticks on his multi thing. Not this guy. <laughs> uh, all right, Arizona versus New England. I'm going to go Arizona. I'm sorry. I'm going to go by ten. I think they come out and they uh, after the loss last week, and they didn't actually play that bad. They had a chance on the on the fourth down, and as I said, Dunlap was the one to to sack. 
uh, Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Arizona come out fiery. They, they know now that they're in the uh, wild card position potentially and they need to get as many wins as possible. I will also go with the Cardinals just because I'm yep. not going to... I'm trying to be somewhat realistic and I will say by a touchdown as well, by seven. Um, on yep. another note, just quickly, yep. as if the playoffs started today, the Ravens don't even make the playoffs. No, no, like, they, they have a game. They're, they're on my on my sheet too. Yeah, so just I was just fascinated to hear that. So anyway, we'll go to well, the next game. We're going to go to Tennessee versus the Colts. I this week am going to make a change, and I'm going to go to the Colts because I watched the highlights and okay, I get it. The Colts are the Colts are the, they're a bad bad man. I'm going to go the Colts. I don't think they stop Henry's rush, rushing game. I still think he goes for 100-plus rushing yards and he gets about two t- touchdowns. But I'm going to go the Colts by seven. I'm going to go Colts by a touchdown. I also will do – I was thinking that too. I'll go with them by seven. Now, the thing, obviously, they've got Rivers, who's had more t- more interceptions. But mm-hmm. then – um. Yeah, I mean, man, I'm just looking at their running back battle. Good Lord, it's not even close. Henry's got 1,000 yards already. Granted, he's got 229 carries. And Taylor's got 135 carries for 500 yards. Yeesh. Yep, no, I'll go. go Colts Colts defense. Colts defense just has to defend the rush because, you know, he's just going to – it's no secret. They're going to Henry every time and they're just trying to to get Henry. Mm -hmm. This game – uh, this game just recently got moved. It was supposed to be tomorrow. It's supposed to be the Thanksgiving game, Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. And apparently there's uh, something in the, in the Baltimore camp about COVID, so they've had to move it to, to Sunday, which is our Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, did, you, did you see that one? Yeah, I, I read about that, that they had, that Baltimore had like COVID cases. So, yeah, so I, I was I was more than prepared to sit there and say Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh are going to lose their winning streak, and I was going to go Baltimore. But all the players are fuming about losing the Thanksgiving game, and I think Pittsburgh is going to come out and absolutely murder Baltimore. So I'm actually going to go Pittsburgh, and I'm going to go crazy and say Pittsburgh by 14. I was thinking 14. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was genuinely just going, I think they're going to smoke him. Um, because yeah. this is a big rivalry game. They are pissed. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. You're going Pittsburgh as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Pit by fourteen. Yep, I'll go pit by fourteen. I think it's going to be a massacre. Nice. All right. Well, this is either going to work out awesome for you, or, or, or I'm sorry, awesome for me, or terrible for you, because we're other than the Dallas Washington game, we're 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 spot on <laughs> at the moment. Uh, my homeboy versus Tampa Bay. I'm going my homeboy, and I reckon if you know if the LA Rams can can run it up on on the on Tampa Bay, I'm going to go Kansas City. I'm going to go conservative. I'm going to give them 10, 10 plus for Kansas City. I will go the Bucks by seven. Tom Tom's going to be amped for this. Ooh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think Tom's going to come out. Amped. Hopefully. It's not about Tom Brady being amped. It's about the rest of his team being being able to catch his passes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he's got to throw it to him. There was, although, yeah, there was there was one where you, you you mentioned it to me. You said his first interception uh, was very unbrady esque. It was Did you see he it? threw it to nobody in no man's land. I haven't yeah. seen it. No, I'll, I'll watch the highlights tomorrow. Man, it was like he threw it to their defender, and they were just like, "Oh, okay." And then you're looking the 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 shot down behind him, and like it zooms in, and there's no one there but that guy. I'm like, who? He wasn't oh, leading anyone. Okay. It was. It looked like it came out of his hand and went left a bit, and it just went nowhere. Mm. And this, the the defender had to literally just stand there and went. It came to him. He's like, oh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> oops. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Seattle versus Philly. I'm going to go with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and stick with my not tipping Seattle. Uh, I'm going to go Philly. I'm going to go Philly by seven, to be honest. I'm going if, if Carson Seattle. Wentz is going to have the best game of the season, it's going to be against Seattle. Yep, I'm I'm going Seattle by two touchdowns. Perfect. I hope you come in, in and I don't. Yes, yeah, that's uh, fine. Nice. Well, uh, that's NFL this week. That's uh, yeah. I think we're done. Let's uh, we'll get those multis on later. I might post my multi. Uh, minus the Seattle-Philadelphia game because I, I don't want to have any chance of ruining that. And let's move on to award season, Manesh. We have a special award, which we'll save to the end, which Manesh has for yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, but the Latrell Sprewell Choke of the Week is the game that we did not speak about. Uh, the Mortsman, Terry, uh, hates this guy with a passion and he he really proved it for, for, for Terry. The Packers losing to the Colts. Mm-hmm. The, the Packers were up. The Packers were up by I think it was twenty-one to seven, mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. And they came back to lose. The Colts came back to win that one. The Packers. Well, I won't say the Colts came back to win it because Aaron Rodgers actually threw a interception uh, to that cost him the game. Hmm. Yep. He. Um... So that's uh, that's a choke in my my mind. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> so bad. I'm sitting, I turned I turned it off yeah. after twenty one to seven. I was just like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. And yeah. next thing you know, it's like it's like that. Um, what is it? Oh, this scene from one of these um the black comedies or something where yeah, it's where um they were talking about how Eddie Murphy was in I think Raw or Delirious, and they're talking about they just voted for the black dude in the presidency, and then they wake up the next morning, yeah. and like what he freaking won. That was kind of like me. I've just gone, oh, that's a wrap. This is easy. <laughs> then I'm like, they won? What? Um, but yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Well, that I mean hilarious. I, I know that you you and you and the Morts are, are very happy to see any time uh Aaron Rodgers fails. I'm happy to see him fail because uh it makes me feel a little bit better that uh, with Russell Wilson falling out of the MVP race. If if, if Russ can't have it. Aaron Rodgers can't have it either, so yeah. that's well, my thoughts on the matter. Rodgers doesn't deserve any uh, any any I have, of happiness because he broke up with Olivia Munn, and I will stick with that till the day no. I die. We we will never be happy with this one. No. Uh, alrighty, I I have a skip Kendrick and Wright this week. Now, I've gone a different route than what I usually do. Usually, I go for absurdness. This 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 tweet was too good not to. Uh, not to bring up. It's amazing. You're going to get it as soon as I say the first line of it. But 
the tweet this week, Skip, Kendrick, or all right. Rob Palinka approached free agency like Debo off Friday. He let Lawrence Frank and Clippers know whose city it was. NBA six man of the year like it was the chain off Red's neck and told him, it's my block, punk. <laughs> that is a special K, 100%. That is a hundred percent special K. It was. I was looking for something. He he went on a rant today about how Kevin uh, Kevin Durant offensively is better than Jordan, and I was like, all right, I need to find. There's going to be. He's going to say something stupid, which is going to be the social media comment of the week, and then going on his Twitter, and that comment had me in stitches. I was crying when I read it. <laughs> well, because Ke- Ke- yeah, I remember that because Kellerman was saying Jordan scored more. Scored, he scored more efficiently and um, and he won more while mm. scoring more. Now, I think KD is probably the best offensive talent, um, but that doesn't mean he's the greatest scorer. Mm. I think, um, like, you can look at no. players that we've looked at that have thought these guys are just... Like, we talked about Beasley, right? Be- Beasley's just ridiculously talented. Doesn't mean he puts it together. Yeah. So, but I mean, Kendrick yeah. will do anything to try to discredit Jordan. That's the thing. So, like, it's interesting. My um, my award uh, is actually of him as well. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. So, yep. well, let's uh, let's move on to uh, the special new award to the to the uh, casual fan award season. Manesh, if yep, you would uh, do a, the honors, I actually have no idea what this is, by the way. All right, so this new award is the, I would like to refer the L. Griffo Bronze Sexual of the Week. It is named after um, one of our friends who is known pretty, has made it clear that he um, cleans LeBron's jockstrap. And so therefore, he is, uh, it's been named the L E L space G R I F F O H. You know who you are, Griffo. L. Griffo Bronze Sexual of the Week. And it also goes to Special K, Kenrick Perkins, who said, um, LeBron, uh, LeBron was a better defender than Jordan ever was, and uh, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan could. <laughs> you could see your face. He goes, Jordan could not defend the level of talent that LeBron defends. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Arguably, that comment made my voice go high. Yeah, arguably the greatest. Outside of Scotty Pippen, the greatest wing defender um, to ever play the game. Um, probably you put Ron Artest, him, and Jordan at the and and Pippen at the top three. Pippen, I would say, easily is number one. Uh, and he's yeah. saying because LeBron can defend, I guess one through to five, that makes him better. LeBron wasn't has never had to defend a Shaq. He's never had to defend a Patrick Ewing. He's playing fives now. Not only that, mm. just because you can defend. A wider range doesn't make you a better defender if you can't defend actually. And um, he was reckoning that Marc Gasol um, stole LeBron's Defensive Player of the Year that year. And so, yeah. So he's like, oh, he's bringing he's bringing back the I mean, MVP. I mean, I mean, not not to be that guy because we'll, we'll talk about it next week on the special uh, uh, Jordan versus LeBron episode, but you know. Like, what are we justifying a center is that he can yeah. guard? Because, like you said, he's not—he's never guarded Shaq. He's never guarded anyone that's like a decent modern day. Sorry, an old school center that goes in the post and go. He tried to guard Jokic, and Jokic schooled him. 
right? Yeah. The the seven foot Serbian Eastern Eastern European soldier, all right, <laughs> went to work on him and and took him into the post and made him look like a fool. So I'm sorry. If you're sitting there saying that he can guard a center like someone like I'm just trying to like like a Zubach, for instance, who's got no no muscle size, then all right, cool, cool. Yeah, I'll give you that because LeBron is is six foot nine, uh, two hundred and eighty pounds. He's he's a freak in nature. But don't sit there and tell me that that guy can guard the centers of the old days. Don't sit there and tell me that uh, if LeBron was playing in the 90s, that he would have been sitting in the post with a with an arm on Patrick Ewing, with an arm on David Robinson, with an arm on uh, even Grandmama. I don't even yeah. think he'd be guarding all Grandmama. He was a power forward. <laughs> Zoe, Rick Smith, Charles Oakley. Um, like, I mean, we're just we're, like Carl Malone, uh, Sean Kemp. Like we're talking this power forward, they're not even going centers yet. Um, Hakeem would yeah. be spinning off him, like like it's nothing. But then on top of that, to kind of pretty much say that Jordan's defensive ability was not on par with LeBron's is just asinine. You know, that's what your face. I knew your face was yeah. going to go that way as soon as I started talking it because I'm just because yeah. I, I read it oh. and it, got, it was that absurd that I just laughed at it. That's how absurd it got. I was like, really, really. Come on, Kendry. You, you know what? And and I've and we'll talk about it more next week. And I've I've spoken about it so many times before. I don't even dislike LeBron. Exactly. I dislike the fans, and because of his fans, I don't like him as a player. That that's the thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's exactly. I've I've um, I've I've gone that way too. In the fact of like, oh, I, I don't hate him. It's just his fans are idiots. Like his fan base are mm. delusional idiots. And you look at the amount of, of them who talk it, they're all guys that are either his teammates or people that Jordan has humiliated mm-hmm. that will say it. Like even now, Isaiah Thomas, he's like, oh, you know, we, that video of him talking in, in the 90s yeah. saying he's by far the greatest I've ever seen play. And now all of a sudden he's not even in your top five. Come on, Tuss. Mm. Get that bitter away. Just just because LeBron uh, Jordan stopped you from coming on the the dream team and you know and pretty much ended any discussion of you after he made you walk off the court, um, you know. But um, well, actually, I've got say. one. Sorry, I've got one more. Uh, mm-hmm. Special K um, classic El Clasico. He goes Bogdan and Trey might be the best scoring backcourt in the NBA this season. Dot dot dot. Carry on. Dot dot dot. That was for Clipper oh. Nate. That's for you, brother. So uh, Clipper Nate. Well, well, on on Clipper Nate, people who may not know Clipper Nate or know who, what we're speaking of when we talk about Nate, right? Clipper Clipper Nate. He will be making his uh, casual fan debut next week, and he t- he's been telling me he's he's ready for it. He's got a lot of lot of issues that he wants to bring up. He's picked the perfect time to come because he's. You know, he's, he's as big a LeBron fan as I've ever seen. So, you know, he'll be perfect 100%. for our LeBron versus Jordan debate. Yeah. Uh, even even better than LaAskew, you know. Um, you know, I he, he claims he's got some got some stuff to talk about me. I've been pretty open about how I am. If he's going to bring up that I'm a fence sitter, well, I haven't really been sitting on the fence lately. So I've even, oh, look, I even told him that. Right, right now, Timmy, right now, Timmy, it, it's like um, the final battle in eight mile, we can already say what he's going to come up with. 
right? So we're B yeah. Rabbit, and he's the the guy that didn't put his hands up when they're ringing three one three. So I'm just saying exactly. he's going to come to me. He'll be talking how I'm a Bulls fan, how I like the Bulls, and I'm a Celtics guy. I love the Celtics, and um, he'll bring that up hundred percent. I won't bring up his eight college teams that he supports, but you know I won't bring that up. Um, <laughs> he'll he'll try to bring up that on me hundred percent. That's coming. Your power's gone, buddy. The the AK the the possible fence sitter and many teams, Manesh, brother, it's not going to work. Okay, and you be, and and you're a supposed Clipper fan. You better come harder than uh, buddy LeBron the third did. That was like a wet tissue being thrown in my face. I need something better. And yeah, that, that's a shot at you, Askew. All right, next time you come, come with some heat, brother. That was like I thought it. I thought I was in summer. It was that. It was that warm I was getting from you. I didn't know what was happening. So. Um, Put your LeBron it was, it post was, away. It was pretty soft. Um. Yeah, I said, man, I know you. I know you went out right afterwards and painted a mural for LeBron in your backyard. So, like, you know, <laughs> even though you're living in a in an apartment at the time, but yeah, no, no. Oh, look, Nate the I, Great. You better bring it. Yeah, Clip Clipper Nate's going to come on. He's going to try to talk a bit of smack for about ten minutes, and then he's going to spend the rest of the fifty minutes talking about his side hustle business. That's right. The Iron Truth Barbell will bring it up again. Use the <laughs> use the code uh, Clipper Nate and get yourself a further twenty five percent off the seventy five percent off I said last week. <laughs> so, and and, and I'm, we can, we I'm looking forward to confirm him. or deny if the code works. Uh, just give it a shot. Yeah, and see no. if it does. Uh, if it does work, please shoot us shoot us a message so we can use it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, look, if yeah, if the if the code doesn't work, don't direct your, your emails to me. Direct them to iontruthbarbell at gmail All right, and say I heard if I put this discount code in, I would get seventy five percent off plus a further twenty five percent off. So where the hell is my dumbbell rack? Which is regular price, a thousand eleven ninety nine is now should be coming in at about twenty three fifty. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's what it is. All good, all good. That's so, good. Yeah, no, we look we're forward looking to forward to it, Nate. He's one of my best mates, and uh, you know the rivalry between the Clippers and the uh, and and the Celtics it, it rides hard between Manesh and and uh, and Nate uh, Clipper Clipper Nate Clipper no, Nate. Right. So we're looking forward really, to man. it. He's he's always out there with his um. Uh, you know, his red and blue with his um his uh, JJ Reddick when he played for the for the Clippers haircut. He's got that down pat. Um, you know, he's naming his next child three because JJ wore three. I mean CP3 wore three. Um and it's just like it's you know um his favorite tool in a, in the house is guess what? Hair clippers. I don't know. It's weird he doesn't cut his hair but he loves them. So look I hope he brings uh some heat and he um he comes at us well, I mean, he is well educated. He's a teacher. Uh, he obviously hasn't taught himself which team to go for, but um, if only he could. But hey, we throw shots, and so we expect something to come back. Someone come back with something. Come on, like we want this. I expect, I expect him to come come hard, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, Manesh, I will uh, I will let you go because I know you've you've got yourself a nice 20 minute nap before you have to be back on the road <laughs> again. Uh, so I appreciate you waiting till the late late hours to come on. Um, you know, as always, I am Timmy Lewis, aka the Vanilla Gorilla, and with me always is my trusted sidekick. Um, yeah, it is Manesh, aka uh, the Black L Griffo. Yes, I've changed my name because I'm going to. I'm coming up with excuse for why the Patriots lost. Like he gives up excuses why LeBron can't win when it matters, except for this year. We give him credit for that. 
But um, yeah, El Griffo, uh, look forward to having you on one day. Um, I know obviously you're too afraid to come next week because we're using facts and uh, you struggle with that. But uh, man, I'm taking shots at everyone today. I'm like Mike Rappaport. I'm just coming in hot. Yeah, that's what we're all about. If people don't want to have shots taken at them, they should not let us have a podcast. You know, exactly. They got. They, got, yeah. they got. They can make their own podcast. It's fine. Bring it on. Bring some more illogical to the to the airwaves. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, man. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah. All good. All good. Thanks for today, man. That was good. Uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Out of here. Peace. All right.